This recording begins with a reading of the Gospel of the Day. That will be followed by the homily from Father Paul O'Brien. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. The Lord replied, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your servant, who has just come in from plowing or tending sheep in the field, come here immediately and take your place at table? Would he not rather say to him, prepare something for me to eat? Put on your apron and wait on me while I eat and drink. You may eat and drink when I am finished. Is he grateful to that servant because he did what was commanded? So should it be with you. When you have done all you have been commanded, say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done what we were obliged to do. The Gospel of the Lord. All of those scripture passages that we've heard have something or another to do with people who are aware of, and to some extent, big extent or small extent, are anxious about the limitations of their faith and or the limitations of the faith of people whom they love. We should all be able to to relate to that reality. All of us at different times in our life feel that our faith is limited compared to what we wish it were, that we hoped it were. And if you love other people, you can be concerned about the same thing. I'm going to focus on the gospel reading. So we're in the 17th chapter of Luke in this passage we just heard, the beginning of the 17th chapter. As you hopefully will recall, because we've been following this, this liturgical year, from the 9th chapter of Luke to the 19th chapter, Jesus and his disciples are on a long journey from Galilee to Jerusalem. We've heard passages from this journey for many weeks on Sundays. The disciples on this journey experience a lot from Jesus, and a lot, a lot. They hear day by day, they witness things that Jesus says and does. They hear much more detail about Jesus' teaching about God's love, about mercy, about forgiveness, about the compelling need to serve everybody and what kinds of people you're supposed to get out there and serve. At one point, you may recall, they're sent out on a missionary journey for Jesus to prepare people for Jesus's entering their lives. They hear Jesus's very direct and sometimes very strong criticisms, even condemnations, of people who oppose him. They hear over and over about the fact that everything they do matters to God. It matters now and it matters eternally. So with all of that coming at them and perhaps with all of that coming at you Sunday by Sunday, for we don't even need to understand why, for I presume many different reasons, they say to Jesus in the passage we just heard, increase our faith. Again, I hope you can relate to this. I am hearing so much from you, Jesus. Increase my faith. I don't understand a lot of what you're teaching. Increase my faith. I don't want it. I do understand it, but I don't want to do a lot of what you're telling me I should do. Increase my faith. I am limited. I am sinful. Increase my faith. So many people oppose you, Jesus. So many people oppose me if I live your love. Increase my faith. Jesus gives a direct answer to these disciples in that passage 
and to us today. It's actually graspable. It comes in two parts. What I urge you to do this week is really spend time with the passage. It's so simple. He gives a direct answer. We need to grasp it. We need to actually live it to know that it's the truth. This is so important, not just for us with the limitations of our faith, but I think you know this. Many, 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 many people whom we love are saying to Jesus, increase my faith. How do you think they're going to get the answer from him unless we share it with them? So really, I find that this is a passage any authentic disciple of Jesus should know and should be actively giving as a gift to people who seek an increase in their faith. A little note here before I get into this. Faith, fundamentally, is our response to God's love in us. God enters us, reveals God's self to us in so many ways, directly in our relationships with God, most powerfully through the scripture and the teaching of the church, through relationships with everybody else who's really authentically in the church. Faith is fundamentally our response in action to God's love. Sometimes all of us can have a limited understanding of faith, that faith is like the list of things that I say, yes, I believe this. That's included in faith, but that's a very limited understanding. The reason I mention this is the beauty of this passage. Whether you really understand what faith is or whether you have just a limited understanding, if you want an increase in your faith and you actually do what Jesus says to do in here, your faith will increase and you will come to understand much more deeply what authentic faith is. So, two parts to Jesus' response. Jesus, increase our faith. The first part, Jesus says, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, a mustard seed is a teeny, 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 tiny seed. I am paid a lot of money around here, so I put up a picture of a mustard seed on our social media. When you go home, if you don't know what a mustard seed is, it's right there. Go to Market Basket, look at the country-style mustard, you can see how teeny it is. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, which is a huge tree, also available on our social media, huge tree with lots of branches and lots of roots, a big root system. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and, and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Something that is completely unexpected, absolutely surprising, and huge, as our former president would say, huge. I'm sorry to bring that up. Huge. So be sure you get this. Jesus is not speaking literally. Jesus, the Son of God, who could do that, never ever, said that we know of, says to a mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and the tree does it. He could do that. There is no suggestion in 2,000 years of the history of the church that any follower of Jesus has actually done that. So he's not speaking literally. What could he be saying? He could be saying a lot of things, but I'm confident that at least one thing he's saying is, you say to me, Jesus, increase my faith. Don't think that he's going to just come into your life and miraculously transform you overnight into someone with increased faith. That's not how he works. Within you, there is some even tiny 
response to Jesus that you have not yet put into practice. Do that and you will see potentially enormous results. You want your faith to be increased. Within you, you have some teaching of Jesus that you have not yet put into practice. Like forgive your husband tonight. Do that. You have some knowledge of what you should be doing for Jesus. It may be tiny. Serve someone in this community actively. Do that. The tiniest little bit of what's already within you, you do it and you will be potentially startled, surprised by the huge results. I am getting old. Let me just tell you here, that's how this works. It's directly it. Thank God we have in this parish and in our school huge things that are going on for God that are absolutely unexpected logically that people actually say that is amazing what's going on in Lawrence. Those huge realities did not pop out of the sky. I tell you, they became realities because individuals said, I should do this thing that Jesus tells me. They do it and more people do it and more people do it. We have many people in the church in this city who are horrific criminals but at some point didn't just become people who are actually producing so actively for Jesus. They made a decision, here's one thing I know he would have me do, a teeny thing, and they did it, and they did more. And today they're producing in ways that people say, how did that ever take place? That man, that woman was nothing, and look what he or she is doing for Jesus today. If you have faith, the size of a mustard seed, do it now, and you will see over time an increase in your faith. Second part of this, Jesus increased my faith, increased our faith. He gives a parable. For those of you who follow the scripture carefully, which I know is a lot of you, the terms that Jesus uses in this parable are the same terms, characters, as a teaching in Luke 12 but he uses them very differently there with a very different teaching. So they're completely separate teachings, same kind of characters. In the parable, there are two characters, the master and the servant. The master has a property. The servant works on the property. Actually, the word in Greek is the slave. There is an arrangement of what the servant does in service to the master. The servant agrees to do these things, and this is how the operation goes ahead. Jesus says in the parable, there's a master with the servant. The servant has been working in the field all day, tending the sheep or taking care of the farming. The servant comes in. The agreement is that the servant prepares the master's meal, serves the meal, and then the servant eats afterwards. It's orderly, it's absolutely appropriate, this is the way things go. If the servant comes in, the master in this scenario is not gonna say, hey, come and have your meal. The master is gonna say, you do what you're commanded to do, what you've agreed to do. You make my meal, I eat my meal, then you eat your meal. This is the way it works, it's totally fair. The servant eats, everybody is good. In that scenario, there's profit. The profit, profit is, 
I have something of this value, I work with it, I increase the value through this, the profit is from me. The profit is from me. In this parable, the profit is from the master. It is not from the servant. The master owns the place. The master is the boss. The master figures out how to make things work. The master sets the rules. The servant is very important. The servant is very important for things to work, but the profit comes from the master. Jesus says in the parable, after you've done what you've been commanded, say, we are unprofitable servants. We've done what we were obliged to do. The servant is not putting himself down by saying, I'm unprofitable. He's speaking the pr truth. And he's saying, I've done what I've been obliged to do, and things are working. So what's the connection here? Jesus, increase my faith. Jesus, increase my faith. But life is so difficult, but I am so limited, but people hate Christians. Yes, exactly, and you're not God, and you don't have to worry about the end results. There is great freedom in just knowing my job today is to do what Jesus commands me. Life is tough, the world is tough, I am limited, but if you're, I'm looking for an increase in my faith, how about dropping the drama? sometimes. How about not focusing so much on myself? How about just doing what he commands me to? And then there's so much good news. I'm not God. I'm not responsible for the outcome of the world. I do not have to worry so much about all of your issues. I do what he commands me to. And here's just the wild thing. You got to do this. I drop this other stuff. I drop my self-focus. I do what he commands me. I put it into practice, and my faith increases. You have been listening to Father Paul O'Brien, pastor of St. Patrick Parish in Lawrence, Massachusetts. For more information about the parish and to get involved, please go to stpatrickparish.com or follow us on social media. Thank you for listening.